Hello and welcome to the Mount Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope that today is filled with joy and peace and lots of time with family or friends. And the Lord reminds you of His presence with you through His Holy Spirit. We are in Mark chapter 13 today, verses 1 through 19. Mark chapter 13 is often called the Olivet Discourse, and there are five different things that Jesus is teaching his disciples in this section. The first section is about Jesus's prophecy of the destruction of the temple and the questions of the disciples. That'll be verses one through four. And then we'll get to the second point of the discourse today as well. Warnings against deceivers and false signs at the end of the age. And this is verses five through 23. One of the main points of this Olivet Discourse is to help us see that we must be alert, the disciples be alert to the dangers of deception, but we also, as followers of Jesus, need to be alert to the deceptions that the evil one seeks to plant in our hearts and the deceptions of those who do not follow Christ may bring. Mark chapter 13, verses 1 through 19, Jesus speaks about the future. As Jesus was leaving the temple that day, one of the disciples said, Teacher, look at these magnificent buildings. Look at the impressive stones in the walls. Jesus replied, Yes, look at these great buildings. But they will become completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives across the valley from the temple. Peter, James, John, and Andrew came to him privately and asked, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to be fulfilled? Jesus replied, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars. But don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in many parts of the world as well as famines. But this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. When these things begin to happen, watch out. You will be handed over to local councils and beaten in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news must first be preached to all nations. But when you are arrested and stand trial, don't worry in advance about what to say. Just say what God tells you at that time. For it is not you who will be speaking, but the Holy Spirit. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child, and children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And everyone will hate you because you are my followers, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. The day is coming when you will see the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing where he should not be. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. 
A person out in the field must not return even to get his coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter. For there will be greater anguish in those days than at any time since God created the world. And it will never be so great again. Before we move on to the Psalms, I just wanted to make two comments. First, about when the disciples enter into persecution. Look back at verse 9. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news must first be preached to all nations. I think about Stephen and the martyrdom that he experienced and how on his trial before his death, he was able to preach a sermon about Jesus Christ and how he had come. And then after Stephen is martyred, the disciples are dispersed in all the different, quote, nations because uh, they're run out of Jerusalem, for one thing, but also because the Lord sent them by His Holy Spirit, and Philip went one way, and then eventually Paul went to many other areas, and all the disciples are preaching the good news under persecution, albeit, but it's just a wonderful thought that even in the midst of difficulty and persecution, God's glory is being revealed and I hope that that will be an encouragement to you today, whatever you face. And then at the end, it talks about the abomination that causes desolation. Let me look here what verse that is. I guess it's not the end of the chapter, but the end of the section that we were reading today. Verse 14, the day is coming when you will see the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing where he should not be. So I think this is a progressive revelation from the book of Daniel and in 168 BC, Antiochus Epiphanes erected a pagan altar to Zeus in the sacred altar area of the temple. And I think when the Romans come in to destruct the temple in AD 70, which Jesus alludes to in this passage today, the same kind of thing will happen. The Romans do not respect the temple of the Lord. They believe in the pantheon of gods, and so perhaps then is a desecration again. And then there's another reference maybe to the setting up of an image of an antichrist in Jerusalem, and this is referred to in 2 Thessalonians and in Revelation 13. Whatever it means, it's indicative of a time when the people do not respect God and his temple. Okay, let's move on over to the book of Psalms. We are really making our way through the Psalms. We're in Psalm 86 today. This is a prayer of David. Bend down, O Lord, and hear my prayer. Answer me, for I need your help. Protect me, for I am devoted to you. Save me, for I serve you and trust you. You are my God. Be merciful to me, O Lord. For I am calling on you constantly. Give me happiness, O Lord, for I give myself to you. O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I will call to you whenever I'm in trouble, and you will answer me. No pagan God is like you, O Lord. None can do what you do. 
All the nations you made will come and bow before you, Lord. They will praise your holy name, for you are great and perform wonderful deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. With all my heart, I will praise you, O Lord, my God. I will give glory to your name forever, for your love for me is very great. You have rescued me from the depths of death. O God, insolent people rise up against me. A violent gang is trying to kill me. You mean nothing to them. But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy. Flow to get angry and so filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Look down and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. Save me, the son of your servant. Send me a sign of your favor. Then those who hate me will be put to shame. For you, O Lord, help and comfort me. Goodness gracious, I love that psalm. I didn't know Psalm 86 well, but I just want to lead us in a prayer that speaks these words back to the Lord. So I'm going to say a verse, and then I just want you to repeat it silently or out loud if you can, and then we'll just close in prayer that way today. Again, I'm so thankful for you on this Thanksgiving day. I hope that you have a wonderful day and that the Lord just makes you so aware of the many ways He has blessed you. Would you repeat after me? Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive. You are abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. You are merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Show me a sign for good because you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. We love you, Lord. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.